0: A select few survivors are tasked with colonizing and repopulating a new Earth. Strong female characters drive the action in this dystopian, post-apocalyptic thriller. Georgia, one of several beautiful genetic exotics, dares to break free from the tightly controlled social structures that forces women like her into a life of sexual slavery and forbids all women to bear and raise their own babies. Enter the Hatchery. Episode one. Fallen Angels. Proxima Centauri was barely visible behind the yellow haze of sunset, and Julian found himself squinting hard to focus on the footpath to the RC. I hate sulfur season. My eyes are so dry. It hurts like hell when I blink. Then don't blink, Sophie grinned, as she reached into her orange jumpsuit pocket to retrieve one of the wet towelettes she kept with her during this time of year. She pulled one out as Julian snatched it out of her hand. Better, she asked. She took back the soiled toilet and rolled it into a tight ball before tossing it over her shoulder into a hedge that lined the walking path. He grimaced. You know you could be sent to realignment for that. I like living dangerously. She paused and swatted Julian playfully on the arm. I remember when you used to be a little dangerous yourself. What happened to that guy? He grew up, Julian deadpanned. He followed Sophie as she rushed ahead of him on the path. She was late for her shift again. He sighed loudly and picked up his pace to catch up to her until they were trudging through the yellow slush in unison. They went on this way for about a mile, not speaking, focusing on placing their boots in the center of the path where they were less likely to slip. Julian pointed ahead. His gloved hand cut through the haze for a second before it quickly closed the gap. There's the light. It's still blue. You make it if you hurry. I see it. Sophie pulled her hood tighter around her face, and gave Julian a quick squeeze around the shoulder before starting to run toward the blinking beacon. See you later. Thanks for walking with me. He watched her move quickly away, shaking his head with an unsettling feeling of disapproval and admiration. Don't work too hard, he yelled, as her body grew smaller with the distance. Oh, you know I won't, she yelled back. When she reached the door of the RC, she just managed to shove her thumb into the scanner before the flashing blue light turned red. Phew, she exhaled as she listened for the deadbolt to slip open. The monitoring system at the reproduction center waited for no one. Tiffany stared at the data on the screen that she had been working on during her shift as a reproduction tech. I think we ought to reconsider this pairing, Daniel. There's no need, he replied without looking up from his task. Sophie said they're getting along very well. Really? Really. Let's move on. We need to complete this entire index by Tuesday. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend the entire sulfur season in here. You're right, I guess. Tiffany pulled two files out of the cabinet. How about this match? Georgia, 76B, and Franklin, 72G. The redhead? No way. She's an exotic. We shouldn't waste her DNA on that dude. Let's find another ginger to pair her up with. Tiffany's fingers typed furiously on the keyboard as she surveyed the data display. I can't locate any red-haired males in this cycle. Then wait, I'm sure one will come up before too long. Maybe, but you know, the file says she's turning 35 this February. Daniel shrugged. She's a healthy egg donor. I'm sure she'll be productive for a while. He snatched the file labeled Georgia 76B from Tiffany's hand and walked back to the open cabinet, scanning the vast collection of files labeled with various first names and alphanumeric codes. Eventually, his eyes settled on a file labeled Melissa 81Y, which he pulled out and placed in front of Tiffany, beside Franklin 72G. There you go. Franklin and Melissa, a match made in heaven. Lab Heaven, a.k.a. R.C. Sector B. I prefer Lab Heaven, he smirked. That means we're angels, you know. Fallen angels. I'm not so sure we're angels of any kind, though we are playing God here, so maybe close enough. Tiffany opened the new file Daniel dropped on her desk and began to input the data into the system. She listened for the familiar beep that would confirm a favorable genetic pairing. Bingo! Pairing approved. That's the last one for the day. Daniel placed the Franklin and Melissa files in the output tray, then walked back to the cabinet to refile Georgia 76B for later consideration. As he stuffed the rejected file between Genevieve 76B and Greta 76B, he sighed with false sympathy for Tiffany's entertainment. Catch a next cycle, sis. Someday your prince will come. Tiffany giggled, going along with the farce. And it'll be a handsome ginger, and your red-headed genes will live on for generations. Amen. Daniel slammed the cabinet shut. It's time. Let's get out. He tapped the button on his wristband, and the blue light by the door began to flash. The two reproduction techs rushed to pull on their jumpsuits, gloves, and boots. When the indicator light above the door flashed green, Daniel and Tiffany exited the RC single file. The door swung shut as soon as Tiffany's boots stepped off the threshold. Their 12-hour shift at the RC had ended. They were both fatigued and hungry, but still had to hike the mile and a half to the nearest nutrition station, then another half-mile back to their mutual dorms for some shut-eye.